Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can also search for our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and tune in. Well, hey, friends. Welcome to Hope Talks. I'm Pastor Margaret Michael. And I'm Grayson Willis. Thank you for joining us today. We are joined today by Rebecca Martinez. And how are you doing today, Rebecca? I'm good. <laughs> Very good. Good to have you with us. We usually try to start out uh, just by asking a really easy question, especially it's an easy question in the summertime, because most of us like ice cream. I'm guessing that you like ice cream? Yes, like ice cream. <laughs> of course. So what kind of ice cream is your favorite? I really like cookies and cream and strawberry mm-hmm. ice cream. Very good. Cookies and cream is always a... That's a good one. They're, cookies and cream is just always good, no matter where you get it. Cookies and cream is my mom's favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't choose it myself, probably, because I'm not as much of a chocolate person. But Grayson would like half of it, right? <laughs> what? The, the vanilla part. The vanilla part. Yeah, we like to pick one. Or right. separate. I like cookies. <laughs> just not So together. you like Oreos and... Well, yeah, not Oreos, I guess. Uh, I guess just the vanilla part. <laughs> I was thinking when I say cookies, I was thinking I was forgot it's Oreo. Yeah, it's always <laughs> Oreo. Yeah, I love lots of types of ice cream, but I I like it if it has you know something in like cookies or something to make it crunchy too. <laughs> so, do you have a a memory tied to like? ice cream cookies and cream or strawberry I remember a few years ago there was like a really bad storm and I was at my dad's and we were just like chilling in the basement because it was a really bad storm and they we have a fridge and freezer in the basement and someone just pulled out a big tub of cookies and cream ice cream and we were just all in the basement eating it during the big (laughs) storm (laughs) I love when there's these memories that are connected to a food or something you think about, you know, yeah. when you pick that up. Yeah, I'm sure um, that was a very memorable night. I'm glad you had ice cream. I'm yeah. sure that made it Comfort better. food, it That's sounds right. like, Comfort during a storm. Food. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, Rebecca, if you would just like to tell us where you're from and about how you grew up. Yeah, okay. So um, I was born and raised in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Um, I've lived here my whole life. My dad's from Mexico, and my mom is from El Salvador. I have step-parents. My stepdad is from Mexico, and my stepmom is from Panama. Um, I have three step-siblings and a half-sister. But yeah, that's how I grew up. Now, you are, just to get some context, you have something really exciting happening right now, right? Like you're getting ready to start college? Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so in like less than two weeks, I'll start at JMU. Um, I'm really excited, but I'm also really nervous. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for what's coming there. Yeah. Do you have uh, a major? Yeah. So my major is elementary education. Very good. Wow. What a time in the world to be going into that. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for not um, maybe drawing back and going, I don't know if I want to be a part of that, but seeing that you can be um, used um, in the school system, that's amazing. Kids definitely need, especially Christian influence, especially in our day when the culture, you know, and kids at a young age, they're so innocent and 
you know, so just they need good influences like that. And like Pastor Margaret was saying, it would be easy with all we've gone through in the last year and virtual school and all that to shy away or be scared about what, you know, the future might look like as a teacher. So just having, you know, I'm sure that's a calling probably by God leading you in that direction to study early childhood education or elementary education. Rebecca, you mentioned that you grew up in Harrisonburg and have lived here your whole life. Just talk about your earliest memories of church or uh, um, the Lord revealing himself to you or speaking to you. Anything about that that you want to share? Yeah, so I started attending this church um, when I was three or four years old. Um, I started coming with my dad. Growing up, I was always at kids' church um, with Pastor Vic. (laughs) Yeah. And... I remember, like, we would get here so early, so I would sit through two services with Pastor Vic. Um, So, yeah. um, So I think there's when I started learning a lot about God and just, like, all, like, the Bible stories and everything. So, yeah. Are there any memories from Kids Church with Pastor Vic or any Bible stories that stick out to you in particular as a kid? Yeah, so Pastor Vic um, was such a great influence also pastor camelot yeah yeah so i don't know just like coming every sunday and like wanting to learn more and like listening from them about god really like demonstrated who god was to me at a young age and um i also attended like all vacation bible schools growing up i remember like all the bible buddies we would get so fun um i think there is like well, I was as I got older, I started connecting more with God. Um, I think because at a younger age, it's kind of more difficult because you're like, what's going on? Like you're just listening to the Bible stories and like, but it's like once you get older, you get to know more who God is and what God does in your life. And yeah, and you have that foundation, right? Like yeah. you have the stories. Like when you read the Bible, you're like, oh, I've read that before. I know a little bit about what was happening. There. Yes, and so that's really, really important. So. You graduated from Kids Church and entered the youth program. Who was leading the youth? Was it Pastor Adrian? Um, Yeah, 3D was Pastor Adrian, and then Jay and I was Pastor Sam. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you had two youth groups to to glean from. Uh, As it sounds like, you've had this faith from an early age, and you're still in the church, like you're a teenager, and you're here, and you're faithful, and you're serving in a world where a lot of people are walking away from church. And for those listening, Rebecca was the one um, back in July, actually in June, the last Sunday of June, um, Rebecca was on a panel where um, we kind of talked about the world that we're living in, and we Mm -hmm. talked about serving. So talk to me about your teenage years, um, being a believer, but being in schools, what was that like where maybe not everyone, you know, had your set of beliefs? Um, What was that like for you? So middle school, I was so excited to be part of youth finally. Um, I think most people, when they get to that stage, they're so excited that they can be in the youth group. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, Balancing school and church 
sometimes can be difficult because there's so many temptations and there's so many influences by other students. Like these temptations, they kind of like want to change your opinion on stuff or um, these friends sometimes want you to try things that you don't want to or you know that aren't right to try. I think so middle school was like so good for me um, in church and school. Um, I wasn't that scared of or like praying at lunch Mm -hmm. like I would do that Mm -hmm. but once I entered high school I was like more like afraid of getting judged and I didn't pray at lunch Um, and I think as you get older like into high school it's like there's more things that like approach you and there's more temptations and more um, struggles but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you've stayed strong. Like yes. not saying that you've never done anything wrong. Yeah. Because we all, you know, can fall into temptation. But you've you've made a decision for Christ and um you're standing on your foundation of faith. But that doesn't mean that you don't have friends that aren't believers, right? Right. right. So what's it look like for Rebecca? You know, you have I am sure you're beautiful, um, you're kind and I believe that you probably have a personality that draws people. Like, you probably have friends around. They probably ask you, like, what's different about you? Have you ever been asked that? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think I have. Um, but. but you have friends that are maybe not at the same place you are. Right. What does it look like to be in those friendships? Like, and what I'm getting at is how can you be a friend in a world where there's a lot of things that you could do with them that you're not going to do? What does it look like? How in your life and having friends that are not believers, and you just spoke of the many temptations that are out there that come with being friends with people that do things that, um, that you know that that's not what you want. Um, what does that look like um, to balance who you are as a young uh a teenager and um, that loves Jesus and having these friendships with people that really aren't sure that they believe maybe there is a God or they're, you know, or believe in Jesus. What does that look like? Yeah, I think it can be very hard to have those types of friendships because it's like you want to, like, in a way, like, please them and maintain, maintain the friendship, but... At the same time, you know that that's not right, and you know that um, that's not who you are. Like, for me, um, it's hard (laughs) having those types of friendships because they're friendships I don't want to lose, but it's also, like, hard to maintain those friendships because they're not in the same place. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you know, I remember as a teenager, um, my mom would tell me that birds of a feather flock together. (laughs) You know, like this idea that um, we're going to be like the people that we hang out with. Right, yeah. And I remember her believing that there was a lot of people that um, was a bad influence on me, and I was actually probably the bad influence. Um, But it is so true, and so you know, what you're saying is that you have some values that is going to help you define who you hang out with as a Christian, um, as a believer. You know, you can be kind and you can engage, but when you have, when there's going to be friendships, it needs to be people that are of the same 
faith, and yeah. that's where the you, those deep friendships have to be of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, what I heard you saying, Rebecca, is you just have to be careful because you want to influence them in a positive way, right. but you got to be careful to not let them influence you in a negative right. way, like Pastor mm-hmm. Margaret was saying. And and you certainly need other believers as friends to help right. mm-hmm. encourage you and keep you uplifted and make sure that you're grounded in that way um, so that you can witness to other friends that you have that may not know Christ or have a relationship with Yeah, them. also... It's discouraging when I've tried to, like, invite them to church, and they're like, yeah, like, okay. Like, it seems like they want to, but they never come. And Mm -hmm. I just, recently I have invited some of my friends to church, but it's like, oh, I have this, Mm -hmm. I have that. So it's discouraging. Yeah, well, and but I, I will say that it's important that you do that, and they may not, they may not come right away right. right but there will be a crisis because mm-hmm. we all as human beings have crises in our life and so there will be a time when they will maybe say who could I who could I talk to right now and they remember hey because you know that's the way I got to this church was people were inviting me and I was going oh, no thanks <laughs> I'm not doing that and then God revealed a scripture to me um, about the parable of the sower and um, about, you know, stony ground and fertile soil. And I realized I was very stony ground. And in that moment, I knew that I wanted to be fertile soil. I knew that in my heart. I'm like, what do I do? And I remembered that I had, that time I was a hairstylist, I had three clients that were inviting me to church. And it was all the same church. It was this <laughs> church. Um, and so I say, God picked the church that I did. You know, like he sent people from one place and uh, many times to invite me. And so, yeah, don't feel like that's a failure when they don't come. I would really encourage you to just to make that available and let them know that they, they're welcome yeah, here. Right. of course. That's really good. That's really good. And, uh, too, we don't know what the Lord might be working in their lives through you planting the seed. Pastor Margaret was talking about the different types of soil. We're planting the seed. It's God's job. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, to get the fruit from that. So we just have to be faithful and being not giving up on the person, Mm -hmm. continuing to obey Christ, whether it's praying for them or continuing to invite them to church or other activities. Another thing, uh, Rebecca, that I was thinking about, and Pastor Margaret mentioned this earlier, that at the end of June, one Sunday, you were on a panel. And that Sunday, we had that panel because we were having our best week ever, which Mm -hmm. We actually had some highlights um, recently on Hope Talks about that week, but that was a week of serving our community. So if you want to share about how you were able to serve that week or other ways that you serve on a regular basis, just people in our community. So yeah, that week um, I wasn't able to help out as much as I would like to because of work, but um, I did do like the praying so I did that and I also did um like in two local neighborhoods we went to give out food boxes from the food pantry and um so those are the two main ways that I serve during best week ever but outside of that I serve and volunteer at the food bank and I love to do that so I work and volunteer there every Saturday that I can 
and it's just such a rewarding feeling to serve the community and help them out with that. So, yeah, it was really pretty cool. The one neighborhood that you all served boxes at, well, both neighborhoods, I think you all set up and did, you handed out food boxes, but we also did snow cones there. Yes, And yes. Um, that's always a hit. Yeah. Like, that, it was so much fun that week to be able to engage our community over, you know, right. snow cone on a very hot week. We went back there and the Friday before VBS, and then we were able to get a bus and bring kids mm-hmm. the week of VBS. And so it was a, that's a part that I think is so beautiful is just building relationships within the community and then continuing those relationships. And you were a part of that. So, yeah, thank you. Um, serving, you know, serving is not about, like, how many hours we get to put in, but it's just about the, our heart of being able to be there when we can and engage. Um, and you serve within the church, too. I see you often in the South Beach. <laughs> I think you might be a little bit more behind the scenes. Yes. But you are definitely. Tell us, what do you do even in serving the church, um, volunteering at the church? What does that Yeah, so I put the order of service together for the Hispanic um, services. So I come every week and just put, yeah, the message in, the songs in for the week, the offering verse. I put all of that together. Yeah, I'm mostly behind the scenes because <laughs> that's where I feel more comfortable at. Um, so, yeah, I do that. And then one one Sunday a month, I will run the slides during the service. And then another Sunday, I'll um, work in Kid City with Pastor Julie. Yeah, so you're yeah. very involved. Um, and there are many ways. Someone's listening and they're part of the church. There are certainly many ways to get involved, no matter what age you are, oh, yeah. right? You know, yeah. You are... Through your high school years, you've been here serving, and yeah. we really appreciate that. It always blesses my heart to see you sitting to sound booth, doing <laughs> your work. So what, we've talked a little bit about, you know, up to here, what is your, um, you're going to school for early elementary education. What are you hoping for out of that? What Do you have a vision of what you think you might want to do when you graduate, or you're just doing it and the doors open, whatever doors open, you'll walk through. Yeah, so I'm just going into it. I'm not expecting anything specific, but I just know that God will open doors um, mm-hmm. after I graduate. Um, and he'll put me in the right school with the right students um, when the time comes for yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really impacted that just the place that our world is today and that God chose those of us around this table and those listening today to be in the world for such a time as this. Yeah, for such a time as this, but to reflect him. You know, you know, we are here as um, ministers of reconciliation and um, just to engage the world in which we live. And it's beautiful to see uh, you just preparing yourself to be used um in a place that there's huge needs. I just um, had someone this morning um, text me and say, hey, I can't be at prayer. And this lady's been retired from school for quite a few years. But she said, I am, um, I've answered the call of the teacher crisis. I'm going back to the classroom. Wow. I'm going back to teach. And, you know, she's been retired for quite some time. But 
I think there's such a need for that right now. So I'm sure that you will be able, you know, to find a, a job pretty easily because there is a crisis right yeah. now. And I know we're four, you know, you're four years out. Yeah. I understand that. You'll be in a classroom, what, in two years you'll begin your mm-hmm. in-classroom work. So yeah. that'll go quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that'll go quickly. Well, Rebecca, you were talking about serving during Best Week Ever, and I actually had a privilege of going to those neighborhoods and yes. helping give out food boxes and do the snow cones. And then I actually had the privilege to go back the Friday before VBS to do the snow cones again and try to get kids registered for VBS. And I think uh, Pastor Margaret can attest at least a few nights they were able to pick up a good group oh, yes. from one of those neighborhoods and bring them to VBS. So... Uh, did, were you able to help during VBS? Yeah, yeah. You want to um, share about that? Yeah, so this summer I was with Rising 5th Graders. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my group, and um, VBS was great. It's so great to see how kids get excited to come and worship um, mm-hmm. and, like, to do all the fun activities. And everything always has a purpose to it, so... Like, for the snack time, um, there was a story to go with it. So, like, these kids weren't just, like, coming here to eat snack, but they were coming here to eat snack with a purpose. (laughs) So, yeah, VBS was so awesome. Um, And the worship was great with all the kids. It just, I love to be around kids and just to see how excited they get when they're worshiping and, like, being in God's presence. It's great. It, the scripture tells us that we're to become as little children, right? And um, that's a beautiful picture of what, you know, God says, hey, worship like the children. You know, it's a good reminder to us as adults sometimes. And another thing I was thinking about, Rebecca, you said that you weren't able to help as much as you would have liked during Best Week ever um, because you had a job you had mm-hmm. to go to. So share about your summer job that you've been working this yeah. summer. And that kind of ties into <laughs> you know, what you're planning on studying? Yeah, so I work um, with Parks and Recreation of Rockingham at a summer day camp. Um, So this whole summer I've been working with them. And then during the school year, I also work with them, but after school. So yeah, that's... So you're engaging the community. (laughs) You're engaging the children of the community. You're meeting them where they are. And um, yeah, I think, you know, and why I love to hear so much of your heart and how you engage like God has placed in your heart a love for children. And we can look at best week ever. We can look at vacation Bible school. We can look at Sunday mornings and we can look at your job and see that you're taking the gifts and the talents that you have in your love for children and you are engaging them at your work and at where you volunteer, where you go to church. And I think that teenagers in this day get a bum rap. Um, they, you know, people can look at, you know, this group of teenagers and go, well, that's just the way all kids are. And it's not true. You're a picture of a teenager that is fully engaged in her church, in her community, and is and are preparing yourself to be engaged throughout all your work years, right, in helping other people. So your story is just a testimony of as much as there are things in the world that are hard these days, and the things that aren't going right, there are people doing things that aren't right. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to say thank you mm-hmm. for what you're doing and how you are living um, your life out as a testimony 
for for the world to um, to see Jesus no matter where you go. So thank you. And as Pastor Margaret was talking, I can't remember the exact reference, but the Bible verse that talks about don't let people look down on you because you yeah. are young. Yeah. Oh, yes. And so uh, be an encur- I know uh, your encouragement to those around you and keep doing that. And uh, I uh, was also thinking about uh, how you're never too young to serve. You can all, all ages can serve. And so... Uh, I pray that's an encouragement to those listening today. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how young or how old you are, right. um, anybody can serve. Yeah, and you know I think there's a lot of people that have given up on church, and I think there's a lot of young people that have given up on church. And if there are those listening today that have, you know, that feel like they want to give up, I would just encourage them um, to keep on, you know, and that you feel like is a place that you could serve and you engage whether it is in the community or within the church, but just realizing that we all have gifts and we all have graces to engage the world, and are we using them to the best of our abilities? God has lots that can be done in these days. So, Rebecca, um, as we have a few minutes left, just how are some ways that we can pray for you as you get ready to start JMU here soon, just for the future and anything like that? Um, Yeah, so I'm really nervous about everything that has to do with college. Um, Part of it, I'm going into it not knowing what I'm doing because I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, But I've learned a lot with the college process. But for that and also for great relationships that I'll be making friendships, that nothing will come in the way of my relationship with God. As well there is a group of girls that met here has met here over the last few years until this past year that are from JMU and they would do a Bible study here that's awesome um, there are ways and there are people that I'm sure that God will place in your path but I want to pray for you as you begin this journey father today I just thank you for Rebecca um, God you knit her together in her mother's womb and you know her inside and out God and you have a plan and a purpose, a good plan and a good purpose for her as she uh, embarks on um, this journey of college education. And so, Father, you've heard her heart. She has some fear of the unknown, just of what it's like to be on the campus and to, to get everywhere she needs to be and just the things that any of us, I think, would have some concern about. Father, I pray that you would um, just give her discernment, give her clarity. Um, I pray that you will um, just give her connections within the college body with with people that um, can lift her up and that she can lift up and they can be mutual encouragement to one another. Um, Father, uh, I pray that you would just use her in a mighty way to be your light and it might not be in huge ways and it might be in huge ways but I just think of Rebecca's gentle spirit her beautiful smile and how that can be such an encouragement not only to students but to the faculty and to the teachers that um, that she will engage she will be an encourager 
in the places that um, you opened doors for her to go. And um, Father, I, I would be amiss not to pray over the things that are happening in our area, in our country right now. I know there's a lot of apprehension with school starting up. And I just pray, Father, that, uh, that you would help us as believers um, to be light and to be encouragers in this community. And I thank you for Rebecca and just saying yes to um, engaging children and finding ways to do that in every area of our life where she serves and works. And so um, it is such a beautiful picture of what you're doing in this world that sometimes we don't hear about. And I'm reminded of the scripture in Isaiah 6 where the angel says, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of um, his glory. And this is a picture of that in days where there's so much that we could look at that um, maybe is wrong, but this is um, where God is getting glory today on on this earth um, through the likes of his people. And so thank you for Rebecca, and we just pray your protection over her as she goes. And uh, we just thank you for her life, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Rebecca, thank you for joining us today uh, on Hope Talks. It's been great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Of course. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We pray that as you've heard Rebecca Martinez share her testimony that it's been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Hope Talks. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe for updates and the latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg, Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.